You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What's up, y'all? This is a new episode of Sixers Daily. I'm your host, Jazz Kang. Some big news regarding Ben Simmons, ESPN's Ramona Shelburne released a report early Friday morning that gave us some more details and insight into what possibly could have happened between Ben and the organization. I'll jump into that. And also don't forget, the Sixers are going to suit up against the Pistons in their final preseason game. That one takes place later on in the evening. Uh, We'll jump into that as well. But before I get into things, don't forget, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. You can catch us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you name it, we are there. And of course, check out libertyballers.com. Paul, Dave, Steve, the entire team there has you covered with all things Sixers as we are now just five days away from the start of the regular season. So if you went to bed Thursday evening thinking, hey, you know what? I'm going to get up, enjoy my Friday, get into the groove, go to work, whatever it is you got to do, possibly catch the Sixers final preseason game and go about your business, maybe see if there's any movement on the Simmons situation. Then you wake up to... I don't want to say a bombshell because we can't confirm any of this. This is according to ESPN's Ramona Shelburne, who is one of the best reporters in the game. She posted a story early on on ESPN.com, the main website, detailing some of the things that happen between Simmons and the organization. So we know about the meeting that involved Doc Rivers, Daryl Morey, Simmons had in LA. Ramona reiterated that, that, hey, you know what? Simmons would let them know he just wanted a fresh start didn't want to be there uh, anymore. Obviously, there was no movement since that meeting. Ben is still on the team. Whether he suits up for the preseason game against the Pistons or not, that remains to be seen as well. But Shelburne did get into what happened the morning of June 20th, which is when the Sixers ended up losing Game 7 to the Hawks and kind of some of the things that went on behind the scenes. And again, this is according to her report. Now, Simmons reportedly sent a text message to his brother, Sean Tribe, and some other teammates saying they're not letting him play. The reason was, and he ended up missing shoot-around that day, was because he had a possible exposure to COVID-19 through a team masseuse. Now, some of the players, again, this is according to Shelburne's report, some of the players questioned whether he'd actually seen the masseuse that morning. He said he had, and he might not be able to suit up. Now, we all remember, and we all know, that Simmons ended up passing his COVID test was actually on the court and, you know, went out there to go play. Now, this is from a source close to Simmons, according to Ramona Shelburne. If you're trying to prepare for game seven, you don't really need to be dealing with that in the morning, especially when the spotlight is already on you. And so they're coming from a point of Simmons. confidence was low during that series. Wasn't a surprise considering how he was playing and how he performed throughout the first six games. And we all remember what happened with 335 left on the clock when he made that infamous pass to Matisse Thybul, 
Thibault only made one of the two free throws. Sixers never got on equal footing and ended up losing, really being upset by the lower-seeded and, frankly, not as talented Atlanta Hawks. Interesting to see that. I mean, I'm going to come from the point of I don't know if Ben would really get to that point and say, I don't want to play in Game 7, so he's trying to find a way out. Uh, I think if if he did go see the masseuse, again, can't confirm either that he did or didn't, but if the guys were questioning whether he wanted to suit up, that should show where, you know, they thought Ben's confidence level was at. And Ramona Shelburne does get into this is that, uh, you know, Ben Simmons has had confidence issues throughout a lot of his upbringing and as he got into the league. And when you're looking at this and, and from a, from a macro level, you're kind of taking a step back. I mean, I don't think Ben would sit there and say, Hey, I, I, you know, I might have exposure to coronavirus so I can't play. Uh, But I mean, his teammates obviously felt that way for a reason. And again, I'm just going off the report that Ramona Shelburne released early Friday morning. So, I mean, if you're looking at that and, and, and seeing that your teammates are questioning you, and here's another quote I'm going to read to you from the story, uh, just regarding the, the lack of support Simmons might have felt he had from the organization was, and I'm quoting here, when you go rafting and you fall out, there ain't no lifeguards. You've got to be a willing participant in your own survival, right? And then this is going on, according to that, another source said, if you fall out of a raft, you got to swim. You have to participate in your own rescue. I think that's very true to this. So you're looking at this. I think Simmons was maybe hoping to get some more support from the organization, but he didn't do himself any favors, right? When you look back at that whole performance throughout that playoff series and you start to question, okay, this guy clearly lacks something in terms of the mental toughness and mental strength in order to get over some of the bad things that have happened. And you look back at, you know, the year the Mavericks lost to the Golden State Warriors in the first round after coming off a one seed. Dirk Nowitzki was MVP. They ended up losing in the first round. And, you know, a few seasons later, Dirk got back on the horse. He did the whole time. And you can't, I don't think anybody could question Dirk Nowitzki's confidence. But in terms of getting upset, and and, and I'm not comparing the two in terms of, of their playing ability. I'm just saying the situation was, no. You know, Dirk Nowitzki, instead of allowing all the questions get to him and letting the outside noise get to him, he got back on the horse and led the team to a championship in 2011 over a heavily favored Miami Heat team. So there's two ways to look at this, in my opinion. Number one, if Ben's confidence is broken, he's going to have every opportunity to make that up and, and to strengthen himself, especially upstairs in the mind, if he comes out and plays well. And this has been one of the concerns with Ben the entire time right? Is, is he willing to step up? Is he willing to go through the necessary ups and downs it takes to really solidify yourself, not just as an NBA all-star, but an NBA superstar? We've seen Joel Embiid take his lumps and develop into a perennial MVP candidate, should be at least for the next two or three seasons. So other NBA players, we saw this with LeBron, whether you like him or not, the guy didn't win a championship his first eight years in the league, seven years in the league, pardon me. So When you're looking at it like that, Ben's going to have the opportunities to make up for this and and grow his confidence. And and he's only 25 years old, so he's going to be able to improve as a player yet. Not like he's some 33-year-old guy who, you know, is is set in his ways and good at what he's good at and really not going to grow himself too much as a player. The guy's 25. So if you want to, if you if you want to make up for that, and again, he's under contract for four more seasons. So he's going to have to look at this 
objectively, take a step back and maybe try and get out of his own head and realize that coming back and playing for the Sixers and actually playing well could actually bode better for him in terms of getting a trade. But if you're looking at this, that his confidence is broken, I wonder how much the Sixers can really do to, to help him at this point. Yeah, he wants to change the scenery. Is it going to be better for you if you get traded to a team like Indiana? You go to Minnesota, maybe you're not winning as much. The pressure there is going to be amplified. doesn't matter where you go. You're a former number one overall pick. So even if you go somewhere else, if you're not right upstairs, what difference is it going to make? And I, I think that Ben's camp around him needs to talk to him a little bit more about this. Again, I don't, I'm, I'm not saying this from a, per, a place of that I know for sure, but you know, if they're coddling him a bit much and, and, you know, trying to say, Oh, you know, it's okay. It's the team. It's a team. No, I mean, he doesn't need that right now. And so the people around him need to start working with him to, to pump up and get his confidence to where it needs to be. So for him to show that he's an all-star level guy and, and, you know, the more, the more reports we're getting out this, the more information that's coming out about what really transpired since June 20th up until now, you're starting to look at this that there's a bunch of little layers of factors. And, and Ramona Shelburne gets into this that uh, Ben had some issues in his family with his older sister and, and his brother. And uh, I'm not, again, I'm not going to get into how to handle that situation because that's up to the individual. And you could read about that, that um, Ben's older sister, Olivia, put up some tweets accusing his older brother, Sean Tribe, of molesting her as a child. Uh, what ended up happening is an Australian court ended up giving Tribe 550 grand in damages. That was after his sister uh, didn't show up to court or provide evidence to support her allegations. Now, Simmons reportedly is close to both of his siblings. Obviously, that's not a surprise, but that's something that could weigh on you. And again, coming from a guy who is still young, a 25-year-old, sure, he's a man, but he's a young man. And having to deal with that as a side distraction, who knows how much that played on Ben's psyche throughout the season. When you're looking at this, there's so many little factors, Ben coming out of Australia, what happened with Ben when when he was you know first coming into the league and, and what the expectations were for him. And if he feels like he's getting judged more harsh than any other number one pick in NBA history, he's dead wrong. Uh, he doesn't have the ex he didn't have the expectations that a guy like Zion Williamson did. Obviously, look back, LeBron James, probably the biggest number one overall pick we've had, you know, this century in terms of the expectations for him. So you look around that every, every the Cade Cunningham has expectations in Detroit might not on a national scale, but if you go into Detroit, yeah, people are hopeful he's going to turn that thing around. And that's what the expectation was with Ben. And, you know, he was growing into himself, growing into who he is as a player, growing into who he is as a man. And again, still only at 25 years old, not fully there yet, but you did start to see him become this difference maker, obviously, on both ends of the floor. He's a three-time all-star, uh, you know, all-NBA defensive selection, finished second in, in defensive player of the year voting last season. So he does have an impact on both ends of the court. Now, shooting the basketball and scoring, that's a different topic. And we've seen that be an issue for him since he came into the league. He obviously lacks the confidence to hit that jumper or even take it consistently. And so you want to see that improve. But again, if mentally you're not right, that's not going to be a, an easy place to get to. And so this, this whole thing has is going to continue to play out. It's going to continue to be the number one thing going on in the NBA until we get a resolution to this, until we figure out what the hell is going to happen. Everybody's going to be talking about this. 
because the Sixers matter in the NBA. Ben Simmons, as we've said, is a former number one overall pick, and his presence with that team changes the landscape in the Eastern Conference. If he's there, the Sixers, yeah, should be fighting for a one seed with the Bucs and the Nets. If he isn't there, okay, you could drop the down team down to maybe three, four, or five, depending on how you view the overall talent and the roster. But again, if they trade Simmons for a bona fide superstar and you know they get a Damian Lillard or a or a Bradley Beal, the Sixers climb right back up into being a champion, a bona fide championship contender. Right now, I would still consider them a contender without Simmons, but they're a bona fide championship contender either with Simmons or with another all-star caliber player, they can get back for him. So this whole thing is going to change the landscape of the NBA. Uh, you know, again, I don't see the resolution playing out anytime soon. I, I would assume that Ben really at this point is back between a rock and a hard place and he has to decide. And I think ultimately the more and the longer this has played out since we found out he reported back to Philly, I think it looks more and more likely that he is going to play. Otherwise, the Sixers, you know, unless he gets away with faking an injury or he does have some nicks that the doctor says, yeah, he's legitimately dealing with these. I don't think he's going to be able to get any money out of it. So that obviously was the number one reason why he showed back up in Philly. So he's going to have to get back on the court. So ultimately, I think Ben Simmons will play how he performs and how things go on that. That's anybody's guess at this point, because by all accounts, we see now from reports from Ramona Shelburne, we've seen Woj and Shams talk about this throughout the summer and the offseason, you know, up until now, that confidence seems to be a really, really big thing with Ben. And I don't know if the Sixers and Doc Rivers and Daryl Morey and his teammates are going to be able to elevate that level of belief in himself, elevate that level of confidence in who he is and what he is as a player to the point that he responds with a strong season. But that's kind of the fascinating thing about all this. I want to jump into a couple of more things. We'll do that after a short break. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, and we're back. As I was talking about before the break there, the Simmons thing, man, I mean, this, you know, the reports and everything else that's going to keep coming out here, not painting a pretty picture for Ben in terms of being able to deal with things as they come and, and having the confidence and being headstrong enough. But again, the guy's only 25. You know, if you're older, if you're in your thirties, forties, look back at your 12 self at 25. I don't know what you did with yourself, but I mean, I know for me from personal experience, I'm like, yeah, I was not very there at 25. I didn't know what the hell I was doing in my life. And I don't, I would say people don't, you know, your confidence level 
it, it's tough to have that, especially when you're around grown men all the time, like Ben Simmons has been since he was a teenager. And so this whole thing is going to take, like I said before the break, it's going to take some time, but the more details and the more information we're getting about this, according to people like Ramona Shelburne, uh, who are well-respected journalists and, and, and some of the best in the business, the, the gap between where Ben needs to be, I think, mentally and where he's at right now, that to me is going to be a huge factor into A, how he performs if he chooses to play, B, how other teams are going to value Ben. If they see this guy come out and sulking and, and you know his shoulders are drooped down and he's not into it, nobody's going to offer the Sixers anything of value to try and get him. So this whole thing, and I think we'll start to get some answers you know, when the Sixers take on the Pelicans next week in game one, then they got a big one against Brooklyn on Friday. That's next week I'm talking about. That's another big one. So that's where you're going to start to get some of these some of these answers playing out. Uh, the Sixers do have another preseason game that's coming up later on tonight. Uh, they're they're taking on the Pistons. Again, not a very good team. But one thing I'm looking for in that game, and just an update for you on that, that Sean and Dave will be doing a post-game pod, so we'll have you covered in terms of the reaction, and I'm sure they'll do a much deeper dive on, on the Simmons stuff than I have on this one. But I'm interested to see how Isaiah Joe plays. You know, he, is, he has shown how good he could be. He has shown that in the preseason, mind you, again, it's only preseason, he has shown that he is capable of, of hitting shots. Uh, the size thing has been an issue in terms of where he's at with the, the defensive end of the floor. But again, he's shown he's active. He has held his own and done pretty damn well overall. Again, only preseason, so the games don't exactly matter. But, you know, he had a nice 20-point performance against Brooklyn last time out. I like what have, we've seen from Furk. Uh, in terms of his confidence, and he's only 24. It seems like he's been around forever, but he has been a difference maker. So you're looking at some of these young guys wanting to come out and continue to show Doc Rivers and fight for their chance to be a part of the rotation. So I think that's another thing to keep an eye out for in this one. Also, I like what I've seen from Andre Drummond. As much as people, you know, and I kind of panned the signing, like given the way he performed with the Lakers last season, but he's come in and done very well under Doc uh, had 16 points, six assists, six boards against Brooklyn, six assists from Andre Drummond. I mean, that shows that, hey, you know what? The guy's capable of making good passes, whether he's in the low post, whether he's getting in the high post on a pick and pop, pick and roll. But he's showing that he could be the focal point of the offense, not for a full game, I don't think, but without Joel Embiid on the court or Joe's getting some rest, he's not going to be a bad backup option. And to me, much better fit with what Doc wants to do compared to what we saw with Dwight Howard last season. Man, feels like this whole soap opera has been going on a long time with Ben Simmons. The good news is, like I said, by the time the October 20th rolls around, we'll finally start to get some answers on that and the games start to count. So we'll see exactly where the Sixers are at next week. They'll use this as a tune-up. I don't expect we'll see their big guns play a ton of minutes. You know, Joel Embiid only played eight minutes, was dominant against Brooklyn when he did play only eight minutes, but you know, wouldn't be surprised to see him sit that and you should be coming down the pipeline in terms of what players are going to sit, what players are going to suit up. Uh, no, no reports yet on what Ben Simmons is going to do. Again, that might leak out before game time. But like I said, either way, Sean and Dave will have you covered on the post game pod. Uh, we'll have that ready for you just after the game ends. So don't forget to check that. And of course, subscribe to the Liberty Ballers Podcast Network. We are on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher, you name it. We are there and we'd always appreciate a five star review if you feel like giving us one. All right. That does it for this episode. Talk to you all next time.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.